재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Bringing you stimulating discussions on current affairs Discover the best of news and current affairs Primetime on TBS EFM France First, uh, this is something we've heard uh, quite often now with Donald Trump's supporters in the United States. So to give us some analysis on the political landscape currently in France, we're very pleased to have joining us from University Paris 1 at Pantheon Sorbonne, a political science professor, Julie Gervais. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for joining us, uh, Professor. So... Uh, Le Pen and the National Front Party, a lot of people who are old enough to remember Jean-Marie Le Pen, her her father, and how they sort of played more of a fringe role in politics. They are currently enjoying their highest level of public support. Would you say mainly the issues would be the economy and perhaps fears of terrorism? Um, well, one has to put uh, the uh, National Front uh, back into in context. That is, um, you speak about a fringe role. Uh, the National uh, Front was founded uh, in the early 70s mm-hmm. by Jean-Marie Le Pen, her father indeed. And uh, he did do very well during the 2002 French presidential uh, election. Um, French presidential election is uh, organized in, in two rounds. Uh, in the first round, uh, all the candidates can run. In the second round, you only uh, get two candidates uh, who remain. And Jean-Marie Le Pen did then arrive uh, at the second round facing uh, Jacques Chirac, who was uh, subsequently elected by more than 80% of the votes. But uh, this was actually a a historical moment in France, but also for the National Front. But it wasn't the end of the story uh, for the National Front, in spite of their dramatic failure uh, to gather more, more votes. And uh, uh, actually, since Marine Le Pen is at the, the head of the National Front, uh, its results have been increasing, uh, really improving a lot. Um, and the last, in the last uh, 2015 region, regional election, uh, regional elections in France, they have, uh, we usually have a very low uh, turnout, 50%, and she gathered more than 6 million votes. Just to give a comparison, uh, there were 6.4 million uh, uh, voters to vote for her at the 2012 presidential election. So uh, uh, the, the presidential election is a very high uh, turnout election. Right. So there is a definite percent. Yeah, and it, it is uh, certain, certainly something that I remember uh, quite vividly uh, back in the early 2000s with the emergence of that presidential election. Uh, as a sports fan, I remember one of the uh, controversial episodes was when uh, the French national football team, very popular and, and quite a powerhouse at that time, uh, during the uh, national anthem or Le Marseillaise and how uh, Le Pen uh, was quite critical of the African descent players and how they were not uh, perhaps uh, singing properly uh, to a lot. With it, 
it has certainly evolved now into a, a much bigger phenomenon. And we're hearing the international reporting saying that Marine Le Pen is certainly the front runner. Uh, in your view, are there any? Can you point out some of the other uh, major contenders here uh, for the presidency? We may have lost the connection with uh, Professor Gervais. We'll try to reestablish that uh, one more time. Uh, we've been talking about the lead up to uh, the French presidential elections and how Marine Le Pen, who is the uh, leader of the National Front, uh, depending on the label you want to put on, put on it, uh, people say it is an extreme uh, right group uh, that is often associated with uh, uh, xenophobia or uh, dislike of foreigners or people uh, not of like you and it really does to uh, many observers follow the uh, pattern that we've seen in other parts of Europe as well as in the United States and I think we may have uh, not been able to find the connection so something just happened along the lines of where the uh, phone line just cut off uh, it was a pretty clear connection at the time, but uh, we're trying to see if we can get a connection back with uh, Julie Gervais. So the situation as it stands right now is that the uh, smart money is on uh, Marine Le Pen uh, emerging victorious. Uh, the uh, professor did mention how in the early 2000s, her father uh, gave a bit of a scare to the majority of the French public by uh succeeding into the runoff election against Jacques Chirac. I believe we have that uh, uh, connection established once again. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for joining us uh, once again, uh, Professor. Uh, Can you just just briefly tell us who the other major contenders are besides Le Pen? It seems like so much of the media attention is focused on her. Yeah, well, there is the, the, there was, uh, I should say, the long-standing favorite, uh, who's not anymore, uh, François Fillon, the candidate for uh, right-wing uh, Republicans. Uh, he was very weakened by uh, allegations, uh, according to which uh, he paid his wife and children close to one million euros of uh, public money mm. for basically a job that um, investigators uh, suspect uh, did not do. Uh, so that was very damaging as he presented himself as a candidate with real ethics, real, real moral values. Um, so the election has been thrown open since uh, then uh, because he was in a very good position uh, to win after Dippel's uh, disappointment with uh, Hollande, a uh, French uh, uh, current president from the centre-left uh, Socialist Party. So this is uh, one of the candidates. The second one, I'd say, is um, Emmanuel Macron, the former uh, finance minister. He's never been elected. He says he's neither left nor right. Um, he plays the anti-party card, which is quite successful. He attracts young people. Um, he's um, full, uh, The media still thinks he's very vague about his policies, and he has yet to publish a full manifesto, really. Uh, but he could definitely attract people on the left, center-left uh, of the Socialist Party, um, uh, people who would think that the Socialist Party candidate is too far left for them. Mm. And he has um, highly benefited from uh, Fillon's uh, issues. And the third candidate who would uh, stand a chance uh, to win uh, is called Benoit Hamon, and he's the candidate for the Socialist Party. So the Socialist Party in France is, is a centre-left. Centre huh? He's been elected um, via primary elections within the Socialist Party, and uh, it was very unexpected. Again, I think... Uh 
Hello. Yes. Yeah. The yes. Uh, the connection is. Yeah, yes. Uh, the connection is sort of kind of coming in and out, uh, and, and we've had a little bit of difficulty hearing you. I hope we can uh, continue to stay on the line and, and just uh, maybe get through some of the other analysis that uh, you have for us. Uh, one question, Professor, is uh, this maybe some people say a simplistic comparison to Le Pen's rise and phenomenon uh, alongside Donald Trump and his uh, victory in the U.S. presidential election. Do you feel that they are similar phenomenons? Well, I think uh, uh, one cannot jump, cannot jump into conclusions. That the, uh, there are wide differences between the U.S. situation and that of France. Hello? We mustn't forget that the majority of the population didn't vote for Trump. Uh, now, having said that, uh, French people probably share the same despair. They see inequalities increase, unemployment rates. They feel neglected. There's this anti-elitism, uh, uh, which is quite uh, successful. And also, you know, the failure of the left, of a real left alternative for, for working classes. Um, but, uh, you know, there is, there is a tradition in France of uh, being uh, independent, not being this uh, slavish imitator of the U.S. So uh, the para- we have to be careful with parallels there. We certainly do. Do we uh, believe that should Le Pen emerge victorious, uh, there will be certainly some after effects, whether it is with the uh, French policy, immigration and otherwise, and its relation with the European Union? Uh, we have to be, can you hear me? Yes, uh, I can. Something very clear is that uh, uh, you, uh, we cannot even think of her winning. Why? It's very simple in terms of uh, electoral, uh, electoral figures, uh, electoral analysis. Is she may indeed we she may indeed win the, the first round. Uh, I think nobody can seriously quote polls anymore. But she she's said to be ahead. Right now, the issue for her is what happens next. The problem for her is that Marine Le Pen cannot gather extra votes. Mm. Whatever happens during the second round, whether it's a, a right wing or a left wing candidate facing her, she will lose massively on both cases. The the majority of the right-wing electorate will vote for the left-wing candidate and the left-wing electorate will vote for the right-wing candidate. Uh, And there is no proper political party which can uh, risk uh, making an alliance with the the National Front today, uh, uh, and let alone the capacity of the National Front to actually govern. There's a a real lack of... of, yeah, so experienced elected members. So, uh, yeah, I think this is really politi- you know political fiction. I see. Okay, so the overall, uh, the overwhelming consensus is that Marine Le Pen, there is no path for her to receive fifty-one percent of the French voting public uh, should it come to a runoff. Right now, it is a, a split field with multiple candidates, and she is uh, garnering a plurality of those votes. But once it gets to a runoff, uh, we're going to see a similar phenomenon like we saw with Jean-Marie Le Pen and his runoff with Jacques Chirac, except that perhaps the margin may be a little closer. Exactly. Yeah, she, she definitely won't be able to get more than uh, 50% of the votes, that's for sure. 
So all, all of this other discussion of uh, how is her alliance going to be with Donald Trump and uh, what is she going to do about uh, the European, this is all sort of a moot point because in your view, you are um, nearly certain that there is no way she can win a runoff election. I mean, uh, uh, I'm, uh, this is on the basis of electoral, uh, serious electoral analysis and electoral studies, uh, which shows that the second round should, you know, it would be it would be impossible for her to gather more support. Mm. Um, now we have to take uh, her program uh, manifesto seriously, and uh, what she says about the leaving the EU, for example, or resorting to the the Franks. The franc, uh, which would be a, a massively uh, devaluated uh, uh, money uh, currency, this uh, uh, w- w- could be and would be extremely damaging, uh, especially for uh, the working classes that she is meant uh, to, to to defend. Uh, there would be. Uh, uh, a, a, a massive uh, uh, panic among uh, savers. Uh, one, one, one mustn't forget that seventy uh, uh, percent of French uh, uh, foreign trade is with its uh, EU, EU uh, uh, neighbors. Mm. Right. It, it is certainly going to be a fascinating uh, situation to watch, yeah, both inside and from outside of France, even here in South Korea. We're going to have to leave it there, Doctor Gavais. But thank you so much for joining us. Appreciate it. Thank you.